You're listening to a DM podcast. You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Don't waste your time on me. You're already the best in San Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show. As you can see, uh, a couple of introspective white men here, kind of buoyed by the arrival of Blink-182. I'm white ethnic. No, you're spicy white is the actual politically correct term. <laughs> um, but also, True. white ethnic basically constitutes everyone with the fucking... Well, no, not really. Well, the Irish count. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. JFK was the first white ethnic president of America. <laughs> And Why? technically Joe Biden's a second He's Irish Irish, Irish is Joe, white, yeah. Irish yeah. is white ethnic Irish He's not very Irish when it comes guess. to Palestine but. Irish is POC Irish are just the Polish of the English speaking world Yeah wow. Which means they fall under the English tree They don't get the white ethnic thing Sorry That's incredibly worker ants Incredibly uh, volatile Fighting words basically is what I would say How's everyone going? You're going to Not too bad you guys are going to Blink tonight? I went to Pink in Sydney last week. That was amazing. Was it? Pissed down rain, though. It was, you know. Did she do the um, backflips? She did everything. Incredible. I was impressed with the pink hair dye from you, Errol. You really went Thank all you. out. Thank you. Well, well, it was great. spray. It was a spray. I'd yeah, spray. so yeah. it washes out overnight, right? That's how you can do it. You went to JJ's and got the ripped jeans? No, I actually got my true re- religion ones out from uh, the bottom of the cupboard. So, um... The diamante studded belt was a particularly nice touch. Yeah, well, uh, it's such a shame now that boot cut... Uh, Jeans aren't cool anymore. I know. Because, yeah, they just... You could only see the tip of my converse. <laughs> uh, out from underneath, mate. <laughs> the tip of my converse. <laughs> you could only see... High tops. Come no, on. I just... No, I had those... Uh, well, it was either I wear the converse or the... Uh, or my Onyasuka Tigers. Or, um... No, or, the, um, the or, checkered vans. No, 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 no. I was going to a pink show, so I had like my slip on Lonsdales yeah. in, in my carry on mm. uh, that I was going to wear, but I, I ended up going with the Converse, and my true religion bootcut jeans were uh, just a bit too baggy. Wallet chain? No wallet chain, but I did actually, I, I had a slim cut suit shirt right. uh, on top. Mm. It's not very. It looked good when I was standing up, but when I, <laughs> but when I uh, sat down on the light rail going back into the city after the show, I caught my reflection in, in the glass of the light rail and saw that it just perfectly accentuated my rolls and, uh, and, and man wept Johns. And the, sort of the, the button started webbing. That, yes, it did look like that. So, so then I ended up going down to Thai town. Uh, meeting a few people and just, yeah, just avoiding sitting well, down. It's a bit of a singles conference for people your age, isn't it? The pink concerts. It is, it is, you know. it's I, I, I did kind of feel like a U-boat in the North Atlantic in 1942, you know. I was Would have been like fish hunting, in a barrel. Hunting, but also being hunted aggressively myself by, you know, so what are mine we talking? sweepers. We're talking surf a club milfs. A couple of depth charges got chucked my way, but I... We're what, talking some, was, uh, some what? Some Long Beach forties canteen mums or surf club milfs? What? We're what's talking. The, uh, what's the talent like at the? <laughs> we're talking <laughs> white jeans, 
uh, charm bracelets from Pandora, mm. a uh, few Camilla Caftans. The uh, three-tone with the pink, brown, and blonde yeah, as well. Yep. Platinum. No, not platinum. Yellowy blonde. Yeah. Um, anyway, and, it was and, um, good to... A couple of Sheilas asking your exact height. A few of them were. Yeah, I, I was honest. I, I said, look, in a pair of uh, Cuban heel boots, I'm six foot two, barefoot, I'm six flat, uh, to the millimetre, which is good. So, yeah. Did you no, get a leg no, over? What about in Converse's? Look, I'm, I'm not <laughs> prepared to talk about that kind of stuff on, on, on our podcast he did look at him in a look perfect world in a perfect world we we wouldn't do this podcast we just like we'd just be like a good old-fashioned newspaper we just report the news and people don't ask me these you, curly questions are you about still my staying at that solitaire with the workbench you like uh, are you still going to that <laughs> bathhouse that you insist is not one of those bathhouses yeah, point taken. <laughs> All right, what's making news this week, Wendell? I love to get into a bit of charity work down at the bathhouse. <laughs> I don't come down there and tell you how to live your life. I don't ask what happens in in the bathhouse. I don't know if you're actually playing squat or if that's just code for something. Okay. I'm always buffed when you call me there. <laughs> Every time I call you about some breaking news, it sounds like you've just played 20 hard minutes of AFL. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, no, see, see, it's, it's not very funny when people ask you curly questions well, about what you do in your spare time. I can understand the optics of me going to the bathhouse. I do it on my lunch hour. You took a whole week to go to Sydney to attend a pink concert alone. Yeah. You're going to act like that doesn't look like a dirty weekend? It's not. You, you go to the bathhouse every day and you're married. I love esteem. Yeah, you're also the kind of person that knows which public toilet you can and can't go to around town oh you say oh Errol you can't go to that one on the river because you know what happens there no I don't I'm a 47 year old Catholic that's never been married (laughs) what do you think to me it's just a place where you go to the bathroom but for you Christ knows what it is see all your friends from down at the bathhouse 47 year old Catholic who's never been married sounds like a prime candidate for the bathhouse I'll tell you that much (laughs) Furthermore, doesn't really sound like the type of person that would fly down to spend a weekend in the SCG. Yeah, well, a lot of people who listen to this podcast don't think that you get <laughs> thrown around like a fucking bath mat in a Chinese laundry, do you? <laughs> the rest is still unwritten, they say. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of concerts, uh, there's one that's not going ahead. No, this is huge news, and this is probably the biggest news around the country this week. Taylor Swift has cancelled her Australian tour to spend the week celebrating with her boyfriend because she says football is more important. Yes, global superstar Taylor Swift has sent shockwaves across the nation this week after announcing that she will no longer be coming to Australia because uh, the biggest name in music is said to be cancelling the tour in favour of having a week-long bender with her boyfriend Travis Kelsey, whose team, the Kansas City Chiefs, also known as the Taylor Swift's boyfriend team, uh, won their third Super Bowl in their match against the 49ers. 69ers. 69ers from the homeless <laughs> epidemic capital of San Francisco. Yeah, the pop star is citing her busy workload and Australia just being so far away on the other side of the world. Swift asked uh, her fans to please extend her some sympathy as she takes you know, a much-needed week off. Hectic. Uh, as she said on her Instagram, we must fight for our right to party. So, see you next year, Australia. 
Maybe. I also reckon that Aussie dollar's doing her any favours coming all the way over here. Oh, let's be real. This is... It's about the fans. She's it's having, not, she's not having meetings money. with Joe Biden ahead of the election. As part of the PSYOP, her and Travis are running in the deep state. So they're just organising the next kind of few months ahead in terms of the election process and all that sort of stuff. She's not going on a bender with Travis. Anyway. Speaking of the Aussie dollar, there's only one place where it will get you uh, any value. Yep. New Zealand. No, our, uh, our neighbours to the north. Yes, uh, Bali. The the island nation of Bali. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, the, in, um, the independent... We've got a new I just handballed you a segue, yep. and you fucked it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'll just read the headline. <laughs> Overexcited Penny Wong begins looking up Bali flights after creating Albo's Bucks group chat. Yes, some big news in Canberra this week with Prime Minister Anthony Albanese taking a knee on Valentine's Day. Albanese proposed to his partner Jody Hayden after a lovely Italian meal on Wednesday night and has set in motion a major chain of events. Yes, that's right. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has today taken charge of organising Albo's Bucks Party, co-leading a group of politicians, musicians and notable mates that Albo kicks around with. She's told us it's the likes of Jim Chalmers, Nick Cave, Russell Crowe, and they're looking to book out the grand final long weekend because they're heading off to Bali for a bucket load of bintangs. She's been accused of using some very toxic language in the chat, very unbecoming of Penny, mm. and has since kicked Bill Shorten out of the group for suggesting that they just go and play mini golf. Yeah, it's all happening in that group. Um, apparently Chris Bowen keeps sending very graphic videos and gifs of like people getting kicked in the nuts and stuff. And Twisted, twisted online content. Yeah, pretty twisted. Um, Pat Conroy keeps asking about the entertainment. And strippers, he just just keeps bringing it up, like what's happening with that. He's Tony Burke's been asking if they can have a Hux, which is yeah. a hens and a bucks combined, which yeah. is usually what you suggest when you aren't uh, capable of holding court with just men. Yeah, I think his partner is the one suggesting the Hux because I think she she doesn't want to send Tony off to Bali for three or four days. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a comment on this story that wasn't very happy with our coverage of this. Uh, Frothy Moffy said, "Pathetic attempt at trying to make these neo-Marxist technocrats relatable to the Batuta target demographic." Sad. They're actually neoliberals. They're property investors. Mm. Yeah, neo- neo-Marxist sounds exciting. If anything, compared mm. to what we've got, technocrat also sounds kind of exciting. It's, it's about the rapper. <laughs> so sick of love songs. Incorporating so neo Marxist is typically incorporating elements of other intellectual traditions such as critical theory, psychoanalysis, and existentialism. <laughs> anyway, well, what else is making news, Wendell? We're going to stay with politics, and a female MP has revealed that she's looking forward to getting shit faced at work and passing out on the street because she knows there will be absolutely zero consequences for her behaviour. The federal member for our bustling inland port city has told the advocate this week that she's looking forward to making the most of her newfound freedom. Normally quite a prim and proper politician in the public eye, the member for Remyanko has said the Barnaby Joyce saga has prompted her to let loose every once in a while now. Yes, as she explained, I mean, say what you want about Barnaby, it just goes to show that when you're in public office there are no repercussions for anything. He still doesn't think he's done anything wrong. He thinks that he's a victim of mixing two his new Canunga Hill, Bundaberg rum, nicotine and benzos. As a female member of parliament, I've been careful to manufacture an image of myself that I'm quietly respectful of everyone. And that even people like Barnaby Joyce can share their opinion on, say, female reproductive health with impunity and even praise. 
I wouldn't want to hurt my image and my electability by being a contrarian. But things are about to change. Every planter box is now a toilet, and I'm going to get so fucking shit-faced down in Canberra this evening that uh, you know I'm probably going to get elected with a 12% swing towards me like Barnaby will in the New England electorate because they don't give a fuck about any of this. Good on it. Now, we'll finish it up with a story from down in Sydney. The New South Wales Health Ministry has warned Mardi Gras partygoers that calling it Yasbestos doesn't make it any safer. Not good news for revellers down in Australia's worst open-air sewer, that is Sydney. A bunch of asbestos has been discovered around the parks in the city. New South Wales Health has since warned Mardi Gras revellers not to downplay the dangerous nature of asbestos after traces of the mineral were discovered in mulch at Victoria Park, as well as close to 30 other green spaces across the entire city. However, it's the Victoria Park discovery which has shut down the Mardi Gras Fair Day. Yeah, it looks like you'll be taking your N45 down with you this weekend, Clancy. So, uh, yeah... Anyway, a spokesperson for New South Wales Health said that please do not under any circumstances enter Victoria Park. It's giving dangerous. And that's the end of this week's news bulletin. End of the news wrap. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. I'm not here for your entertainment.